The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I'm Art. And this is a special Formula One year in review edition. Uh, thank you for joining us. We thought we would take... Uh, little bit of time here to kind of go over something relevant to the podcast and something that we've all been kind of happy to watch as this ridiculous year has unfolded formula one so um hopefully the listeners have also been watching i know people are probably listening to this or into formula one and um it seems so easy to do this year i think because there's nothing else going on on the weekends and stuff it was just like oh easy to watch Easy to watch. Yeah. Consume. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Because in years past, it'd be like, oh, I'm out of town or I miss it. And then I, everything gets spoiled on the internet now. Nowhere you, to you go know. this year. I know. So it made it something to look forward to. I know. How I many of those weekends would we have been at Radwood? Like half of them for sure. Yeah. yeah. I was, yeah. And, and how badly were you fiending when, when you didn't have a race, right? When you had that break, you're like, oh man. Like, oh, I know, <laughs> dude. Like, I know. It's definitely a nice thing to look forward to. It's like, oh, well, shit. If I have nothing going on on Friday night, I can watch qualifying or Saturday night, you know, and then Sunday I'm, watch I'm the watching race. practice. I'm doing it all, I know. dude. <laughs> yeah. You're like interviewing the fucking racers. And dude, I'm watching all the YouTube shit about it and stuff. Damn. Um, and you're I'm crazy. listening to all the podcasts. Oh my god, dude! You're in. in. You're fanboy, full on consumer, dude. Fanboy fanboy. of of the sport, though, not like a certain, uh, you know, team driver. driver, Really? Yeah, right, right. But you are you're getting in the nitty gritty. I always get like that. That's why it's like it was baseball was tough for me when I was like, I had like six years there where I was like just like. You, you're depressed when your team loses and stuff. I mean, you're not depressed, <laughs> but you're kind of like bummed, like the whole night sucks, you know? And yeah. when your team's winning, you're pretty happy. And, and But you have to, baseball is like, you're watching every day, dude. You're watching f- six days a week, basically. Yeah, It's funny too, because now you, you can follow Formula One this closely with podcasts and stuff. But mm-hmm. for baseball, there's a station here, KNBR 680, the sports leader. And uh, they are talking about the Giants all fucking day long or, you know, the other local teams. But it's just on free content just coming at you. And for F1 up until podcasts, really, I mean, there's no radio here. There's no No, you didn't get get to hear like people's opinions on it. And you'd have to read like a Formula One magazine or something, a racer magazine or something. Which was old at the time and like, or a British newspaper maybe. I mean, art probably went down that road. Dude, that, that that blows me away actually. Like just thinking about that, like, um, talk about 1990s right pre-internet just like how this whole like how the community and all this like would would worked right like ultimately you would have i guess uh, a watching party at a bar and then that's that was when you discussed shit and you had you know you did your thing there and then that was it right and then maybe you saw each other during the week at work and a couple of buddies are into cars into racing just like i guess you would with with any other sport right but um it's just it, it was like you had a very kind of focused time frame and period for these kinds of things and these kinds of conversations um 
and otherwise you were sort of isolated in your own little world, right? Like uh, for, yeah. for the reindeer of the time. Um, but that same thing with even with the stuff that we do, right? With all the, with the car community stuff and just like finding parts and like we've talked about it in the past about like going fixing. on a drive, dude. Yeah, exactly. Imagine organizing the drives that we do or even just an impromptu like our, you know, our lunching wall. Awesome. Imagine planning that pre-internet, dude. Yeah, the phone calls. Is, they're called well, phone calls. We're calling people. On landlines and like leaving yeah. messages. Hey, Mike, uh, just call on to hey, see if you want to go on a drive with us. Mrs. Skelton is Lane. Can Lane come out and play? Can Lane play? <laughs> you would write a newsletter, right? Literally, you would send out like uh, to yeah, the group. Yeah. It would be like because you're in a car club, right? You're in the DWA car club, and everyone gets that newsletter with the schedule of stuff. Yeah, um, or you'd have like one of those things on a telephone pole with like pull a number. Take a number for a cool car club called Driving While Awesome, and yeah, people exactly. will take that number and then call you. It would be at the bagelry. Staple. <laughs> exactly. Next um, to the Skank and Pickle. Yeah. Uh, I, would be the, mm-hmm. I would be the Bay Area rep. I would be posting up over here. Yep, um, yep, yep. Yeah, dude. So, yeah, so crazy year. Um, yeah, crazy year. Yeah. And I think uh, we should probably start by, uh, you know, talking about the elephant in the room, which is COVID-19. And that immediately affected the whole season. And, I think we all kind of thought it was going that direction until uh, it was confirmed that McLaren had a positive test at the Australian Grand Prix and it kind of fucked everything up. Yeah, so, we were on our rally. Remember when we found out yeah. that they had canceled that race? Yeah, like, yeah we, we were going to watch it. to watch it, have a watching on party on the rally, which would have been yep. awesome. Yeah, we were like, I and was like working on the, the bar. I'm like, yeah, we got like this one set up and like like yeah. trying different th- different arrangements and maybe possibly doing a conference room and <laughs> all this other stuff. Yes, um, but yeah, dude, they they canceled. I mean, I, one one in particular that was going to be immediately after Melbourne, um, that I had no idea how they were going to pull off. Just being, I've been to Hanoi and in, in Vietnam, and like I was going to ask, just how? I, yeah, I I couldn't believe that they were going to have a Formula One, and race that's there a street the, circuit, street right? circuit. Yeah, 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 and in Hanoi with, I mean, just the logistics of getting drivers to the race and back to hotels, and um, and it's not on the schedule for twenty twenty one either. Which is a bummer, uh, right? I mean, because they did yeah. apparently build quite a bit of infrastructure to, to yeah. accommodate that. But but um, maybe with uh, COVID, it was too tough to t- pull this next time, but 2022 or something that yeah. might come back or... I would yeah, think so. so. They, I think they put a lot into it. Like, I'm, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how much, but... Because the race is lost. The thing I was is just going to say... The, yeah, go for it. Uh, I was just going to say the race is lost this year were Australia, Vietnam, China, Netherlands, Monaco, uh, Azerbaijan... France, Singapore, Japan, U.S. of course, Mexico, and Brazil. So it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. A ton, yeah. Um, and they, they really kind of kept it close to home there. Um, and even some European races were canceled, yeah. But um, like with Hanoi, though, it, it's just like you know, the, the, where they were planning on having it, like that that area of the city is like so old school and like it's like like basically rickshaws and bicyclists and mopeds everywhere, you know, and like. Um, it's it's uh it's definitely a major endeavor but i mean you know i guess they're they're trying to attract attention to vietnam vietnam is developing and is changing significantly so it's like you know there's a lot more uh like tech companies building you know complexes there and and manufacturing and all kinds of stuff so i can see why they're trying to do it for it yeah but it's an an incredible an, an insane amount of investment and and commitment from the country to do this and then to, for them to have to cancel it is is so nutty yeah, it sucks. i think like chase carey and other formula one executives were there like 
days before the Australian GP was supposed to happen. Like they basically went from Hanoi to Australia. Oh yeah. And, yeah. uh, checking yeah, in and on it. Like, you know, basically Making like, sure. Oh, let's, you know, checking out like the last kind of final like checks of yeah. everything. Basically. That makes sense. Yeah. So the, the good part of it was that they went to some tracks this year that we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Portugal, um, some of them we have, but it's been a while. Germany at the Nürburgring, Turkey and, uh, in Italy. So Imola and Mugello, mm-hmm. which is yeah. cool to see. What was your favorite of those that they went to? I like the Turkey, that Turkey track was cool. Yeah. Turkey was cool. Um, yeah, it's a cool, it's cool one. Uh, Mugello was rad. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I, I really uh, thoroughly enjoyed the, uh, the, what they were calling like the semi oval circuit in, uh, oh, yeah. that was fun. Abu Dhabi. That was cool. Cause um, yeah, I just, cool. it really kind of, you know, it had enough turns to uh, allow for some technicality, but there, but really the, the, it, it really unleashed the car's potential, I think, you know, in terms of performance and it made it way more interesting. Right. Cause it was also a, sh- a, a, a fast track um, in terms of time, right? Like, um, you know, a super short lap. And yeah, so 56 it, uh, seconds or something. Yeah, it, it was it was definitely very entertaining. I mean, that was probably my favorite race of the year. But, um, yeah, what about you, Wamp? Nice. Yeah, I mean, I think that turkey race is really cool. Um, I did like how they would run um, the same track. Wait, which was it that they did the same track? Red Bull Ring? Red Bull Ring. Yeah, the, yeah. the Styrian Grand Prix. and they also, Grand Prix. they also did the British Grand Prix in the 70th anniversary at Silverstone. That's and right. Those were one of the the first one was really cool. That was where Lewis got a flat tire, and yeah. uh, you know you thought, oh shoot, he could lose it, and he still won. Right, yeah. right. I, yeah, I thought those... the whole season just started off with a banger in uh, on Red Bull Ring. Was that yeah, what, the Styrian? Yeah. No, that was the that Austrian. was the that was the Austrian. Yeah. So that just started the season off. I mean, I thought that was a it was a really good race and it was like, holy shit, this is like how the season's going to be. It was like, it seemed better than any race the year before, basically. And then, yeah. uh, I think we had like, I don't know. I would say like, well, there were 16 races. I would say like 10 of the races were like 17. super good, right? Like killer races. And then you had like six that were like, whatever, but that ratio is pretty good. Yeah, it was, it was good. So it says uh, there was 17 races. Okay. It was the fewest since 2009, which mm. I don't know why there were so few in 09. And the most why? podium finishers since like 2002? Oh, that's cool. I like that. I think, or 2012. What was the yeah. great? Oh, I think it was 2012, right? That was the year when, yeah. So I think there was, I forget how many, like 10 podium finishers or something like that. Interesting. So half of the, you know, half of the drivers were on the podium. Yeah, and finally so a no, few uh, others, others, that, and and also on the top step, you know, both us got a few, but then we had Gasly, Verstappen, Perez, um, mixing it up a little bit there, <laughs> which yeah. made it entertaining. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, a, it was funny because it was like, I mean, dude, it was so Mercedes like they were going to win the championship, and Lewis was going to win reg- like regardless of anything, like he was just so dominant. But the rest of it was like was so good right the fact that ferrari wasn't good um and then red bull you know max was like max was definitely like right there with botas basically and then but the but you know ever like albon is mixed in the midfield and then the ferraris are like below midfield most of the time you know it's like 
It made yeah, for... Yeah, let's talk about Ferrari for a second because uh, Vettel was kind of poised to go to Ferrari and continue his dominance of the sport or, you know, uh, at least add to his his numbers. And not only did he not do that, but he's leaving Ferrari on a low note. So Vettel, uh, Ferrari, not great. Yeah. yeah. So so for he... That being said, I, what, he's the... Second most winningest driver ever at Ferrari or third? Um, so he, oh, you right. know, like his numbers at Ferrari, yeah, yeah, his Ferrari numbers, yeah. I mean, his his numbers at Ferrari are pretty, pretty good. And he did battle for the title a couple of years and it was pretty close, you know, like 20, yep. what, 18, super close until the end, 20, maybe 17. But, um, I think a lot of people forget too that like he left. Red Bull, like exactly the same thing as this year when he left Red Bull. Um, Daniel Ricciardo beat him everywhere, was just like r- mopping the floor with him, just like Leclerc is doing with him. Mm. And then he went to Ferrari and he had this like newfound, like this resurgence and was good again. He was like battling for titles with, with Lewis. I mean, even though he never took, you know, had a title, but he was still like up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and the, the interesting thing to me that really stands out is is just how they're supposed to have the same car, right? Like him and Leclerc, and Leclerc is just so much better, and and it's it's almost like it, you know, it, it's it's a it's one of these weird ineffable things that is hard to measure and to really like calculate. But it seems like some drivers are just much more comfortable in certain cars right and even it's not yeah. even like it's it's more about how you connect with the machine and like it's reg- regardless of the of the potential of the vehicle it's like how you mesh with it right like that really kind of determines how you perform and i feel like yeah just like leclerc's better suited i guess to whatever the ferrari package is now like all of the little tiny details because like and, vettel is and not a sad because because he's he is really really good but he just yeah. cannot perform in this car a lot of it's like they're saying, like, they're obviously developing the car towards what Leclerc wants, right, at this point. Like, they right. have been for the last right. year plus. So they've been developing it towards what he finds valuable. Like, if he's like, oh, I want a little more less, you know, more understeer. I want him a live or rear end. And maybe Vettel is like, I think Vettel is that guy. From what, uh, you know, everyone's been, people have said and stuff, it's like, it's kind of like Max Verstappen can, like, drive anything right he can get in like mm-hmm. any shit box and like if there's a problem he'll work around the problem and he'll just drive through it right right and then there's the guy that needs everything to be perfect and he's like yeah and 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 then they're they're gonna be like they're they could be the fastest in the world but they need everything to be the way they want it right. where vettel is like kind of known for as being that guy who's like oh man the rear end's too loose so he can't drive fast because he's like always he's like consumed with how loose the rear end is or something and mm-hmm. um, I kind of see it that way. And, you know, that's kind of what they're saying with, like, Albon just do- isn't comfortable in the Red mm-hmm. Bull, basically. It's a yeah. twitchy car, and he can't – that's not his, like, style of driving, essentially. Um, which, I mean, you know, makes a lot of sense. So, But then you could say, well, then they're not – I mean, they're not a complete driver, right? Like, or as complete of a driver. Well, talking about complete drivers uh, – Lewis Hamilton, pretty complete. He kind of killed it this season. Like you said, it wasn't much of a surprise, but um, a couple huge milestones for Lewis Hamilton's seventh championship and passes Schumacher on all-time wins list. Um, 
it's pretty pretty incredible. I think we take it for granted how easy it, he made it look. Um, and of course, the the team is dominant, but um, not much else you can say. He's he's one of the best ever, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's crystal clear too, right? Like having Botas next to him, right? Who is also known to be an incredibly good driver, and like he's very consistent, and he has the speed, but he just like you know, it just in, in it's. In, in 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 the race you know he'll fall apart with certain things like you know i mean whether it be mistakes or the strategy or whatever but um it's just yeah really fascinating to see that i i really really wish i know we're moving here toward to the very end of the season in in, in this sense but um that i wish that at the very end there for the last race instead of lewis coming back i wish that he would have gave russell the, the seat and said i'll jump in your car you know what i mean like yeah. like just like oh, just so rad like like <laughs> who, like he has nothing Wait, you're to saying lose. like he went to williams yeah oh yeah like so that'd that, be that, amazing dude yeah because then you're really showing ever. right like as we're saying it's like all right like he already ha- he has the best car he has the best team so of course he's gonna be successful but that's a lose lose for hamilton dude i was gonna say you could never like no matter how good he is i don't think he could get like obviously you saw how good Russell is right like he's not going to get much more than what Russell gets out of that Mercedes right. dude he's and he'd be so frustrated it'd be such a frustrating experience yeah. I, I know but it would, it would be for entertainment it'd be sake, awesome right? like, I'm totally with you like oh I, I mean almost, it would be the coolest thing ever yeah I wish they would just pull numbers out of a hat and you have to pick that car you know like that would be just, rad if that was like his last race if Lewis did retire and he's like <laughs> basically like you know what I already won the championship here you go I'm going to mm-hmm. go drive your car. And that yeah. would be a cool, like, swan, you know, swan song or whatever. Yeah. And, and Williams in terms of, the, you know, and even with the pick of the hat thing, right? Like, it, again, let's talk Russell for a second. Like, the fact that he was so, he was so good in a car that was not designed around him at all, right? Like, he could barely fit in the car. And, like, he was still figuring shit out as he went out for the first, like, formation lap, like, on the steering wheel. Because it was all so rushed. Like... Like the dude is obviously incredibly talented and is is bound to be a champion in the future. But like that, that is extremely impressive. And that is an example of someone who will jump in and drive anything well. Right. Like and and can adapt very quickly. Um, And he he was a freaking pit stop away from winning a race, basically. Yeah, that's he was leading the dude. And they're like, everyone's talking about how like he's not going to be able to have a good start. That's been his bad thing. You know, in the past, he nails a start, dude. He fucking clears Botas. He like leads the whole, like it's like he did everything to the book. Perfect. Yeah. And, uh, it was definitely a star is born moment. Yeah. And I think, you know, like a lot of, obviously like he didn't win and a lot of people were super bummed out about that. Like, obviously that is a bummer, but like, I think he proved, he proved himself enough just like Michael Schumacher did when he drove for Jordan and, and like, was it 92? Like, you know, he, he had that one drive in the seven up car, like coming from DTM and and he he no he, he like he went out like he he qualified seventh in in like a very uncompetitive car and he went out in the race with a blown clutch or something right and it's like and but he was he already had cemented his his um his talent right like and everybody acknowledged it and Benetton was immediately all over him and actually ended up pulling him out of the Jordan team um and and that became a huge deal but um it's just like I think at this point, you know, like it basically is like he won, right? Like, I mean, like there's no, no doubt about that, that he has the, 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 the skill and, and, and and whatnot. In some ways, I think it did more for him. I think the fact that he did not win, that he didn't have that, that, that pissed off happened 
gave him even a bigger superhero like vibe or whatever because he had to after that he worked his way through the field and he was up into what second place or something Mm -hmm. and he was catching uh perez and when his um thing got a flat tire when his flat tire happened so he had already he had worked his way through past botas he Mm -hmm. and he you know he passed botas after that so he had already like he had this other chance to be like oh by the way yeah i could lead a race i could start a race well i could lead a race and I could work my way through the field cleanly and like, and just look like a G right. And passes teammate who's driven that car for what, like three years, four years. Yeah. And, 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 and I think also like, I mean, this kind of goes with what we're saying is I wasn't so much bummed out about him not, not winning the race. And, you know, of course, like having that shitty, you know, issue kind of rear its head and cause he had two problems. I remember there was the, 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 the botched pit stop. And then there was also the, uh, the tire, um, blowout. But, um, I was just bummed that I didn't, that we didn't get to see an epic ending. Cause like he, he was, he was basically going to catch up to Paris on the last lap. And like, you know, Paris yeah. was not going to be down to give up the spot. So like, how was that going to go down? Right. Like, um, yeah, it, I know. It, I it wish, was, I wish I kind of wish the, yeah, exactly. The pit stop mistake would have happened, but the flat tire, wouldn't have happened because that just ruined the the race. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about Perez then. Uh, you know, finally after 189 attempts, he wins a race. He's uh, 30 years old and um, kind of an amazing moment this season for sure. Yeah, it, it, pretty epic for sure. I mean, I uh, you know I I got I got choked up on that. Like obviously he was like just you could tell like it was like this massive release for him. You know like he couldn't even talk. He's just like dude like he's been trying so hard forever and like he was fi- finally the right everything aligned for him to to be able to do this right. And he's like proven to be a very good driver, um, but just has never had the right opportunity. And like and then also on top of that, you you stack on the fact that he didn't even like have a confirmed seat for 2021. Right. Like in there, everything was still in limbo and like, and you know, everything that he did for raising point too. like, he basically helped like keep that company afloat. Right. Like the whole team. And like, yeah, I mean, I mean, one can say almost single-handedly right after they went into, um, he did yeah. administration and everything. And so, and for them to drop him and like not have a seat and like, he, he's just such a good dude. And like, he's, he's, he's such a good driver. So, yeah, all of that kind of culminating into that one moment was pretty insane. I mean, um, obviously confirmed now for 2021 with Red Bull replacing Albon. Um, yep. But uh, it's going to be very interesting, right? This is this is basically like the, the this is this is the best kind of scenario for him to prove himself. Now he's going to be in one of the best cars in, in 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 the series, and like and no one has been able to like hold a candle to Verstappen. So like if he can even be on, you know on on par with him like that proves everything right because Verstappen is one of the best like you know uh, obviously um so yeah really great op- excuse me great opportunity for him yeah I Absolutely. just hope he is I hope he is good um I hope he is like Ricardo was when he when Ricardo was there basically like you know they would kind of like split split race wins mm-hmm. and Verstappen would like edge him out and qualifying like you know, 65% to 35 or whatever like that. So, um, I hope it is like that. I hope it's not like, I hope it in, I hope it's not just, you know, them not letting him do his thing basically. Oh, right, and right, I don't yeah. think, I don't think it will, but yeah. Um, right. And I hope, I hope, I think he'll be able to, to drive the car, you know, unlike, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping he will unlike Gasly yeah. and Albon. 
Yeah, I mean, he's, right. he's always driven, yeah, sort of like stuff that um, has been less competitive, right? Like pretty, like pretty competitively. So, um, yeah. like that, like that, that, that would, um, I mean, I, I foresee it going well for him, but it's, this is basically the, his, his chance to prove himself ultimately. Um, yeah. And so, uh, looking forward to the future here and, um, drivers changes and things like that. I think we also need to mention that, uh, because of COVID there were new regulations set to, uh, go in place next season, this coming season, 2021. Mm -hmm. But because of that, they pushed it back to 2022. So really this, this coming season is going to be much of the same. I mean, same chassis, same engine rules, right? For the um, most part. I don't know if they're making... Th there's going to be some major much. aero changes. So like... Um, oh, there is. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So they're it, lessening the aero, basically. Yeah. And uh, so, so that'll be slower, slower cars? They're trying yeah, to easier make them slower. To, easier yeah. to... Easier to... The whole point is to keep them easier to follow, basically. Yeah. So gotcha. you can follow gotcha. tight and not lose speed. Yeah, because okay. the other era is very dependent on clean air. And so like when um, sure. this basically makes the cars less dependent on that. Um, and a lot of it has to do with the rear diffuser and the side pods. Uh, so there's some major changes there. Um, there's also some weird changes about the, um, fuck, I don't remember the details, but with the, the, the tunnel testing, the wind tunnel testing. Yeah, so they have it, less hours. So yeah, so they're inverting it. Yeah, like, yes. yeah exactly. So, so like Williams the, gets like a... Um, let's say 200 hours in the tunnel because they're last place. And then the next team gets like 180 hours. And the oh, that's next cool. team gets 150 and then Mercedes gets like five One. hours. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, they still, they get a hundred, let's say, but you they know, just have to do it. Yeah. All by just with like their thumb out and like yeah, exactly. why I close. <laughs> they can only use. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> that's it. They use a um, fan, they use a fan and like colored tape. That's what they get. Yeah, um, yeah. But the, uh, they also are going to, Oh, they're that's a great idea, dude. You give them certain, certain materials that they could use. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the old days it was the yarn, you know, yep. they put yarn all over the cars. So, yeah. and they uh, just get house fans. They're also doing the, uh, so the, they're capping the uh, budget as well uh, to 175 million. So that's going into place. Um, and then there's one other thing with the, they're limiting the amount of components even further, like that you can use during a, a season. I can't remember the details. People can look it up, but so there's some changes, but not, not like enough to really make everyone saying not enough to make a drastic change, right? Like to where we should see a huge diff change in, in what's going on out there. But I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it, it'll Although be interesting. You could, I could see, um, I'm always interested in, there's some things I don't understand. Like I don't understand how Williams could get their arrow so wrong when they have the Mercedes engine that they, you know, like mm. it, it's crazy to me. It seems like it seems so insane, dude, that they could be like that far off when they have the exact same power plant. Like, um, and that being said, I think, um, I, I think McLaren's like, in line to like really be fast next year. Same with, with Renault, getting right? the Mercedes the, the engine. Oh, well, they get, yeah, because they're getting the engine. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they're getting the Mercedes engine. I'm just like, like, you got to think that they kind of like, it seems like they got their arrow in check this year and stuff. I know mid season, they, they changed their nose cone and stuff and made it the narrower nose, kind of like the Renault and the, and the Mercedes. And, mm -hmm. uh, and they stopped like being affected by wind and stuff because they were kind of be blown around early in the season. Yeah. And then now with this more powerful engine, it's like, yeah, they could be they could be up there being like, you know, up there with Red Bull. You could think, or maybe Red Bull 
Isn't going to be up there with Mercedes. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, and also with, with uh, the Alfa Romeo, right? I mean, Alfa Romeo's, uh, or I'm sorry, Alfa Romeo with um, uh, Austin, Aston Martin. With Aston Martin, oh, I was thinking. Because, yeah. I mean, they're obviously they were they were they did reasonably well this season as Racing Point, and they have a Mercedes engine as well. And, um, you know, they're basically it was them and McLaren, right? I mean, they, they would have, they could have easily won third place in the in drivers uh, or in the construction. And they got docked 15 points because they got of the uh, brakes. Yeah. And some DNFs and like all that shit that was that really counted against them, but they were totally slated to win third in the constructors championship this season, and um, you know like, uh, but they're right there with McLaren, yeah. So it should be pretty fun, pretty competitive. Uh, Vettel's going to Aston Martin as well, so that'll be cool. And and I gotta say, Lance Stroll really proved himself this season too. A lot of people were talking shit. Did but he, dude? Yeah, I I thought he really showed his pace. The first half, he, he was showed kind his of pace. Up and down, right? The second half, he flailed. But he, he, he really had two showed points pace. over. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, kind of, but don't you think the second half of the seat? So in a, there was a time there where like, uh, it, it was including when it was something like eight races. He got two points to um, Perez's like fifty four or something, you know, and he was just. Yeah, it, it but towards I, I thought it was the opposite though. I feel like towards the end of the season he really proved his, his speed. Like no, he, cause, he was bad cause, at, towards well, the end because he got he had he had like a bunch of retirements. He had like three or four retirements, and he had two third places uh, towards the end of the season. And then in the at the beginning of the season he was like mid pack. Um, but, no, um, beginning of the season he was actually lead. He was actually um, third in the championship, I think, by the fifth race or something like that when we went into Belgium, I believe. So he was like third in the championship at that point. Mm. But yeah, but but as well, I said, like here, I well, let me pull it up real quick because he had a bunch of DNFs towards the end. So like it's hard to say. I right? know, but that was like him crashing out and stuff. I mean, one of them was his tire blew. That wasn't his fault. He was doing well, and then he had the one where like he just blew it so much. Like ga- the the race that Gasly won, Stroll should have won, dude. He just flailed, dude, on the restart. Like he he had like three cars pass him. Yeah. And he ended up on the podium, but but he is third. But, but it was and that, that was that wasn't that was like wasn't that a tire issue? Like they talked about no. the tire strategy being off. Uh, uh, not that. So I how know. do you guys feel about him being matched with Vettel now? I mean, it's going to be a it's good for him relationship. Well, I think you think it's uh, good for him. Well, I mean, because he's going to learn a shit ten <laughs> from a very experienced driver. So. That's the one thing. Pretty, Stroll is super young still. He's yeah, the youngest guy on the grid, right? I think Vettel seems pretty uh, cantankerous these days. He just. Mm. I don't know. Maybe well, just mean, with Charles, Charles and his relationship. I think the apart. new, the new team's gonna revive him, kind of like when yeah. he went to Ferrari. He yeah. was, he was. It didn't Maybe. seem like he had an issue with Leclerc. He was just like he was like he he was negative he towards did. the team. He he no, said no, he, he said he, that Leclerc was the best driver he has ever worked with in his in his career. Wow. They seem to actually like each other. Um, well, there's like, a couple moments on the track where he was talking shit about. Oh, for uh, sure. Well, they always do. Towards the end, with, off and towards the end, you know, right where Leclerc, yeah. like the last few races, Leclerc like pulled a couple like kind of like desperate moves, and he was pulling them on. Like it was his first teammate. lap. I remember one. He like basically cut off Vettel, and it was just kind of like yeah. unneeded. And he was like, "Well, he can't keep doing this." Like you know. This fucking exactly. guy kind of thing. Exactly. But, that, but I think that's heat of the moment, right? You're going to say that so about too. anyone. I think so, like, too. If you and yeah, I are playing just... fucking basketball or something, I'm like, fuck you, Warren, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, me. but I'm not like, I, I hate know, you. I know. No, no, no. I don't think it was. I just think um, it's probably just the whole season, you know, frustrations and stuff uh, and Vettel leaving now. So. I think he, like, hates Matteo Bonato. 
<laughs> oh yeah, probably. So let's go through some of the teams. I was just going to say we could go through the the new lineup for 2021, yeah. and we can kind of break it down a little bit. So Mercedes unchanged, Lewis Hamilton, Botas, Red Bull ad, adds Perez to Verstappen, which we talked about a little bit. Uh, McLaren's pretty rad. Ricardo, Norris. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be great for for Ricardo. Hopefully, um, I'm he's my favorite driver to root for. So I'm hoping for Mine some too. good some good uh, results there. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I I think uh, I think it's a bit real like it'll be a real test for Lando because he's been against these like non race winning guys, and uh, I think uh, you know I think Ricardo's kind of proved himself at Renault even more than. You know, he was good. You know, he beat, obviously beat, um, he beat Vettel at Red Bull. Um, and then he, you know, went and he was, you know, pretty on pace with Max most of the time. And, and then he came and he, and he basically forced Hulkenberg out of Formula One. And, you know, that was the whole thing. When he came there, they're like, oh, well, let's see how he does against Hulkenberg because Hulkenberg's known to be really fast. And he, he basically dominated him the whole season. And then he goes and, Ocon's coming over. And he's all, man, Daniel might be uh, in for a surprise with Ocon because Ocon's quick, you know? And uh, I think he was out-qualified by Ocon t- two times. And uh, he beat him, you know, head-to-head. I think Ocon beat him t- two or three times in the race. So um, I-, I think I think Ricardo's in, like, crazy form right now. And, and uh, if, you know if Lando can compete with him, it's going to be like, it'll say a lot about more about Lando than it does about Ricardo, you know? Yeah. Cause he is. Yeah. Cause he's already a proven driver. I mean, it, I think yeah. also like a lot of people are like talking about the whole bromance thing, right. With him and science with Norris and like they had a fun relationship and I think Ricardo is kind of the same type of personality. So it should be fun to watch them like, you know, dick around and stuff. Cause they're I, definitely uh, the most fun like duo. I think. Yeah, totally. That's good. Um, Aston, uh, Aston Martin uh, racing point, uh, Vettel and Stroll, as we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, Renault is now Alpine, um, which does that mean they're going to be all blue livery? Yeah. Instead of yellow? Yeah. So cool. That's good. Um, and that's Fernando Alonso coming back. And Dude, that car. Did, did you guys, th- I thought the Renault looked really good this year. Yeah, I did too. Cool. Looks great. Like, and the it nose looked really, looked really nice. Like it just, it was a very like, like was clean nice. design. That fin wasn't as ob- like annoying yeah. as Mercedes, and and I, yeah, it's going to look even better in blue. It's going to be a nice looking car. Um, have they revealed the new cars, the looks of them? No, the, I, I think McLaren is going to be the first one from what I heard, but um, I, I haven't I haven't looked recently. But um, so they did okay. put the Renault livery on an old car, though. They put the blue liver, the new blue livery, I believe, on an older car, and they were running it around. Oh, cool. Yeah, I think I saw that. Uh, Rena, or uh, Alonzo Alpine. did some laps. Yeah. Dude, but yeah, that, that's going to be interesting too. Alonzo, like super experienced driver coming back. Yeah, does he uh, come back instantly just super competitive? So he... Ocon has something. Ocon's basically kind of like, you know, I think his seat is in question. Like if, if he doesn't pick it up, which he showed that he was like, he showed signs of getting better at the end of the year. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, he got a podium there. I do think my... My I my thought is that um, that's who Perez had basically agreed to go to in 2021. 
hmm. before he was signed with Red Bull because he said, I have a I have a spot oh. for 2021. Um, he kept saying that. He's like, I'm going to take the year off, but I have a place to go in 2021. He was like, uh, you know, confirming that. And I think, oh, shit. Take I think he had, had a deal. I think basically he had a deal with Renault. Hmm. Uh, that's just my theory, but, you know. Hmm. So Ferrari, uh, Leclerc, and Carlos Sainz. Yeah. Um, which is uh, interesting. I like Sainz. Hope they, hope they just step up on the... I mean, the, the, the car is just such a shit show. I mean, it's all power-based, right? They have, their, they have no power. So um, they supposedly they've made, like, massive strides, and their engine's going to be, you know, at least, like, Renault next year, right? Mid-pack. Which, <laughs> I mean, yeah. But, but you know, like, yeah. I think that's a pretty good... I think that engine could win, you know? Right. Uh, Alpha Tauri, uh, Gasly and... Trivia time. Yeah, it's a, yeah, uh, Yuki Tsunoda. Tsunoda. Yeah, Tsunoda. So he w- he was, what, third in the F2 championship lane? I believe so. And he yeah. could have won if it wasn't for a couple little things, you know? Okay. That'll be interesting. Um, Alfa, Alfa he's Romero. fast, dude. He's a rad racer to watch, too. Like, is he? I've never Tsunoda seen him. is like, he's a little bonsai, dude. He's like, he, he'll he he'll go for the gap, dude. He's and, like a uh, Verstappen kind of personality? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he definitely he doesn't leave anything on the track, so mm. he, he'll 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 find the spot and he'll just keep attacking. There was this one, I think it was a, uh, I think it was, oh man, which race was it? Uh, um, I want to say it was Belgium, but he was just attacking the lead. He won that race, I think it was Belgium, but I mean it was just lap over lap. He was just attacking until the guy, you know, whoever was leading, made a mistake and. You know, he just exploited it, and it was it was super rad to watch. So nice. Um, Alfa Romeo uh, remains unchanged. Kimi, so boring. My other my other favorite. <laughs> it's so and weird. Huh? Antonio Giovinazzi. Uh, so those guys are sticking with Alfa, and what? then Haas. You yeah. got some interesting shit going on here. This should be fun to watch. Uh, Mick Schumacher and Nikita Mazepin, which I don't know anything about. Yeah, I I, I had to look him up as well. Like I mean, because he's a lane, Russian yeah. billionaire, dude, and is like uh, his dad or is basically like they want stroll. him to buy the team, and he basically yeah. is paying a bunch of money, like Latifi's parent, you know. So he's probably paying fifty million a year to have him race. Didn't didn't um didn't they want um he want to buy uh, Racing Point? Uh, all like he was interested. I uh, think in he was Racing one Point. of the yeah. suitors for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, he's super loaded, and like, I mean, he got it. I, all, I actually like, like, started like looking into the dude when when he got in trouble for posting. Like, he was like grabbing some chicks' boob or something on an on an Instagram story, and like, and yeah, that, that just up. happened. Yeah, and yeah, uh, right. but yeah, he apparently he was fifth in the F two championship. I, I don't know how good he is, okay. but to be paired with that Lance with Mick Schumacher, Mick is yeah, yeah, Mick is, is um, you know, he won the championship um, yeah. this season and. Kind of a, I don't know, an interesting thing to see here with, with two brand new drivers and a team that has been sort of kind of struggling. So <laughs> I feel like that team can make big strides. It won't take much. You know, they're, they seem competent and they just got unlucky a couple years in a row. And maybe this is the year. But um, one article I read about Mick Schumacher, who, of course, is Michael Schumacher's son, is that he. Uh, every time he's jumped up to a different division, he's started very slow. He struggles, so yeah. It's his sophomore season that's usually the best. Um, so we'll see. Uh, F1's obviously the the biggest leap there. Yeah, so I'm F3, he's, he basically won in his second year. F2, he won in his second year. And, mm. you know, and that's kind of what they're saying. Uh, 
he's definitely good, dude. If you watch him, like he just I don't I don't feel like he has like outright pace of some of the drivers. I mean, who knows yeah. like what the car set up or team, but because but it feels like he doesn't have like the outright like qualifying pace and stuff, but it kind of like a Perez almost actually where mm. he might not have that like extra, you know, half of a tenth in him, but he's a really good racer. Um right. and I th- I think that counts for a lot. Mm. Um and he He's very, I mean, F3 is fun to watch, but he's definitely a fun driver to watch in, in that series, too. And then there's Williams, who just keeps trudging on. Unchanged? Unchanged. George Russell, Nicholas Latifi. And uh, how long does George Russell ha- have in that car? This is the last one, right? This, yeah, this is his last year, third year. Okay. So he's hoping that Lewis wins the championship again and retires. Mm. And well, is. Well, Botas is going to be out. Oh, Botas will be out too. Yeah, right. So yeah. someone's got to take that. Botas is one year contract. So, right, um, right. But Lewis man, signed huh. a two plus one. Oh, okay. So he, I, I don't know what that means. I didn't read into it, but I imagine it's a two year deal with like a third year option, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's on a his end. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, it should be interesting. I mean, enough of a shakeup, and and also some team teams, you know, making I think some so major too. changes and money coming yeah, in. Yeah. And, and then yeah. everything hanging for 2022, which will be totally different, right? Yeah. So, and by the way, we are under three months until the first race. That is pretty cool because it started mm-hmm. so late. Yeah. 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 So March 21st, I think, is the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So March 21st, and um, that is in Australia as usual. And then uh, back to Bahrain and China. And, oh, there's a to-be-determined uh, <laughs> date yeah. in april but i'm just also i'm curious to see because you know initially we i don't know someone i don't know who mentioned that um they were they just felt weird with like the grandstands being empty and like i felt like after a couple of races i didn't even notice and then yeah. now when they as people start to come back i'm curious to see how much of a change it makes you know like for the I know. energy the weirdest was when they had like um <laughs> i forget which race it was but they um they had what's his name uh x Mercedes racer champ. Oh, Nico, Nico on the big screen, like going oh, on, right, like, yeah, like, yeah. cheering. I think it was Austria. Yeah, it was background. so sad, dude. It was just, so, yeah, like, no, it was so weird, dude. You're They're like, like oh. well, we didn't expect to see you today, but uh, there you are. <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> Definitely. Oh, That's man. Good. Oh, one thing I really like. So there's some chatter about, like, you know, Haas having two rookies. It's like, what the fuck? Like, you should have one experience, dude. You know, like you should bring Hulkenberg to that team. Oh, right. And then right, you should right. have Mick, right? And then he could learn yeah. off of him. And I think that would be, a, that seems like a good way to go, really. You know, like. But can Hulkenberg bring $50 million? That's, I mean, that's the, that's the yeah, real that's thing. The thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, also you could see having two rookies, like it's kind of nice. Like you could see next year is kind of like a throwaway year in a lot of ways for them because it is same car you know, a lot of the same stuff. They're just like, hopefully they'll iron some little things out and be better. And Ferrari, you know, they're Ferrari powered. So hopefully Ferrari will come at them with a, a little more power and that makes them competitive again, at least in the med- midfield. Mm-hmm. Um, at least they'll be able to be top 10 here and there, you know, get some points as Lance Stroll says, some good points, uh, get them good points. Huh? <laughs> good, um, good points. But I, I like the, like, I like it for like mix, I like having Mick have like basically a year to get acclimated because like he goes through that kind of, he needs that 
that time or he's proven to need that time. And I think any rookie, it's kind of nice to not be in like, I don't know. It's like kind of like George Russell thing where he's been on this team, but he's learned right now. Yeah. If he moves up to a different team, he's ready. Right. And mm-hmm. like Perez went to McLaren early on and, he's, and he says now he's like, I wasn't ready. You know? I yeah. Wasn't, yeah. Definitely. He wasn't ready to be on a top team. Makes sense. Mm. There you go. Well, I hope that we can uh, possibly maybe somehow go to Austin, October 24th and go to the race or practice or something. Yeah. Oh, so cool. Just to see it, hear it in person. Um, and uh, maybe listeners can join us. We'll we'll make a we'll make a party. Have a party. party. All right, that's F one in review. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you on race day. Later. Bye. Good. See ya. Patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Do you enjoy the DWA podcast? Give us a little love and support us on Patreon and get some awesome bonuses like a weekly exclusive Patreon podcast, exclusive stickers, koozies, and discounts on everything in our store, early access to rallies and other DWA events, and much, much more. Um, yeah. It really helps us out if you become a patron of the podcast and we hook you up with some really cool stuff. So join us now at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thanks.